spread a little aloha around the world and breakfast with Bob. Thank you, Poncho Man. Welcome back, everybody. Breakfast with Bob, our Not Quite Kona edition. My name is Bob Babbitt. We are brought to you by Master Spas as fuels go longer. Hoka Let's Fly, Form Smart Swim Goggles, DeBoer Wetsuits, Quintana Roo, Zoot, the original triathlon brand, Premium Plus Sports, and of course, our Challenged Athletes Foundation. We've got the PTO Milwaukee event coming up soon, and a gentleman who is seriously the the number two ranked runner in the sport, Mr. Jason West joins us and he's been having a great year. Jason, how you doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing well, doing well. It's so funny, I was interviewing David McNamee the other day and he's like, Jason West is running on a level that I have not seen in a long time. I've seen <laughs> people pass me before this guy's flying. Talking to Tom Bishop, he's going, Clash Miami, this guy went by me like I was standing still. He's running... Uh, like the ITU guys, yeah, they, they, he's running like Alex Yee. That's what he's talking about. And I'm like, okay, well, we better chat with Jason before he goes and wins Milwaukee next week. Uh, <laughs> have you been doing any, obviously you've always been a, a great runner, but do you feel like you're running at a different level than you've been running in the past? Yeah. I mean, a little bit, it's uh, just ever so marginally better, right. Over and over and over again. And uh I feel like I've started to really figure out that middle distance and I think it suits me quite well. So I think for a long time, it was just figuring out how to be strong enough on the bike to actually come off and yes. be able to run well. Um, and I felt like I kind of started to figure that out. And then now it's also been, I'm getting faster and faster at running too, which is super exciting. And uh, yeah, just the combination of the two, it's just like, I, it seems like I'm on a, on a different level, but the way I see it, I'm like, man, it's been like inch by inch, just slightly better here and there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I know it always looks like that from the outside. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting. When you were doing the ITU stuff, were you running as well back then? Or do you feel like you've made some, just made some big gains? Uh, I think I'm definitely faster kind of in every way like I've just taken a whole developmental approach and I think I would I would run a 5k faster than any time in my life right now um even if I was just doing that so I feel like even if I went back to the ITU I'd be better at that as well yes just because my short end efforts I've continued to work on and they're like so much better than they ever were when I was doing the ITU which you you wouldn't think would be the case right because you'd think I'd be training for half marathons and but I've definitely kept this like super fast approach and trying to be really, really quick. And uh, yeah, like I'd be super excited to jump into a sprint distance race and see how fast I could go. Cause I, I think I'll be better at that too. So I'm sitting there going, when I look at the men's side of American triathlon for the Olympics, I'm going, I don't know if anybody's running as well as you are right now. Yeah, it's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, something that I've been thinking about, to be totally honest. And yeah. I haven't contacted USA Triathlon yet. I don't, but there's a uh, thought in my mind that, that that Olympic team is kind of wide open. And um, I would love to throw my hat in the ring and maybe get a couple of World Cup starts at the end of the year. Because for a middle distance guy, after August, there's nothing really going on. Right. There's, like, there's some little races, but 
I've been trying to think of what's, what's going to motivate me at the end of the year to keep getting better. And I either go do an Ironman or I go to short the other way and I try to do the ITU. So um, I've been exploring options a little bit and seeing maybe what, what doors will open for me a little bit. So who knows? What's fascinating about that, I think you would be successful either way. If you jumped into an Ironman, I, I, you could win your first time out. And if you go back to ITU, you certainly could be first American first time out. So it's uh, you really can't go wrong either way, except that the, the Ironman weighs a hell of a lot of training. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't I don't know that I can train any more than I do right now, to be honest. Even if I did Ironman, I think the total volume would be quite similar. I'd, the workouts would be different. Um, so. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's like I feel like I could go either way and have a lot of success. But what I've definitely learned is whatever you do, you got to go all in on it and you got to focus on it. So it's like if I'm going to go short, it's like let's plan on doing that and let's put a lot of months into it and see what I can do. And if I'm going to go long, then it's like we're going all in on that. So um, yeah, it's kind of funny that I I feel like I could go either direction. Yeah, and it would be good, but yeah we'll see what's what's fascinating again if you jump into if you're able to get some starts that's always the hardest thing right getting some starts at the, at the itu um race at, at the end of the season that will obviously transfer well to 70.3 and the pto races because just you're just focusing on raw speed and you don't you really don't have to do anything changing your training at all yeah, I mean, there's definitely like some really specific aspects. I mean, the ITU is a different animal and the swim's crazy aggressive and all. And like, you know, it's just a little bit different. The bike training, you're doing different, a little bit different stuff. But yeah, I think it would benefit the middle distance racing a ton because I mean, the middle distance racing nowadays, it's it's an yes. ITU swim. That, that's the reality of it. It's you know, the fastest swimmers from the ITU are now leading these races. So you have to be that quick. And, um, you know, it's, it's quite aggressive out there on the bike. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like the, the middle distance races, I think have evolved a lot and the intensity that we're holding for as long as we are is pretty wild. So yeah, I'd, I'd be super psyched to do some of that training and, um, it would definitely be beneficial for the middle distance for sure. Yeah. So when we look at, what was I looking at? I was looking at Ibiza and I mean, your run split there, uh, low 57 low uh, for Dano was, where was for Dano at? I mean, you, you were only a couple seconds behind for Dano mm -hmm. and you're, I mean, you outsplit him by, you outsplit him in a run, right? By yeah. he went like an hour and 18 seconds and you, you went 57 you outsplit Magnus by a couple minutes. Christian won 5829. Uh, and Max won 5856. So you're outsplitting all the top guys. Uh <laughs> that that's gotta make you feel good. I mean, here you are a sandwich. You got Ferdano two seconds ahead, and then you're at front of Brownlee. <laughs> three gold medals between them, plus three Ironman world title. That's that's some yeah. good company that you're racing in. Yeah, definitely. And it's you know, that's been the goal is to be rubbing shoulders on race day with those guys. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's great to run really fast, but at the end of the day, I, you know, I, it, it's swim, bike, run. Right. And it's almost like, well, if you ran that fast, you were only fifth, what, what happened? Yeah. Uh, so 
yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's great that I'm, I'm running really well. And I feel like I have that in my back pocket, but there's so much focus going into the, the swim and the bike. And it's like, I want to put myself in a position when I get to T2 that I know I can go in the race. And, uh, yeah, like I, I want to go a lot faster. I've, I've set a goal running 55 30 over that distance. Um, obviously it's always going to be pretty dependent of the course and the conditions and all that. And we have some hot races coming up, I think. So it, you know, might not be feasible, but, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully like I, I want that lead group swim and then I want to try to ride with those leaders as long as I can. And, and then maybe try to put together that run and see where it puts me. And, you know, I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's the sport has evolved so much and there's like Magnus is riding at this crazy level and, I almost feel like if you're not trying to push the sport forward or you're not trying to like do something crazy, you're kind of just going to get left behind. So, right. um, like these guys are just going so, so fast that it's, uh, you have to be raising your own level every day. It feels like. Well, and then coming off of, you know, Patrick Lange running two thirty at Roth and then two thirty at Israel, obviously the run numbers are going crazy as well. There is a gap and he's going 230 and the other guys are going like 236, 237, 238. But that would be, if you were jumping in, that would be you, right? That, that would be you in the you know mid two thirties uh, based on what you're, you're doing now. Of course, training could be a, 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 a little different when you start talking marathon rather than half, but just with your raw speed, you would be right up there and, and you sort of have to be right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, if you said somebody was going to run two thirty and not win the race, yeah. you know, that that's kind of wild. So it's like a guy like Magnus in the past, I mean, you know, they might get off and run two forty five, but he's getting off of that swim bike and running two thirty seven or whatever. Yes. So it's, uh, it's not like you can give these super strong riders a massive chunk of time because they're running really well too. So um it's like you really can't have a weakness so yeah I mean I look at Ironman and I'm like I don't know is a 227 possible maybe who knows I mean mm -hmm. I've never done it and I might get out there and be like you know just get destroyed I don't know um so yeah I mean it's it's just awesome to see the sport going where it is well in the ocean side you get to go against one of the you know top ITU guys Leo Berger and you know he he rode really well, right? Like two forty, I think he took like over uh, two minutes and forty seconds out, off out of you on, on the bike. But you're right with him on the water, and mm -hmm. you're, you're running faster. So, you know, and then that's a guy who's potentially could win the Olympic gold next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been great. Like, I feel like almost every race this year has been just against amazing competition. Um, and it's, you know, for it all to go really well is, is awesome. Um, but yeah, that was tough to come up like 10 seconds short from catching him. And then in Ibiza, I was like three seconds short of Jan. And I was like, yeah. my gosh, like these, <laughs> these multiple times where I'm getting like that close. But um, yeah, I mean, Leo was, was incredible that day and uh, rode like super strong and uh I, I didn't think I was going to be able to get anywhere near him. Um, but yeah, I closed pretty good. And yeah, I mean, it's just to be racing with these guys or, you know, IT world champ or, you know, Olympic medalists and world champs. And I mean, it's just, just pretty incredible to, to be at, at that level in the sport. I mean, 
you know, that's all, that's all you ever like dream of. Right. And well, and the cool part is it used to be, you know, you get fifth in a race and you're looking, Oh my God, I got fifth in a race, but you get a fifth in it at the PTO European open. And it's basically a hall of fame field and the money is really good. It's like winning a race. It, 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 a lot of times you go to a 70.3 or you know a challenge race or other races like that and you get you know you you're getting 15 twenty thousand dollars for 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 winning the race and with the the what the PTO has done is they've made it made it so it's really uh it's really important to be your top five top ten you're getting a good payday yeah definitely I mean just to make the start list yeah like, they're I always thought, you know, WTS was difficult to make the start list. And this is less than half the athletes probably. Yeah. So they're probably the most exclusive start lists in the sport. And like, if you're on the start list, you're probably winning races elsewhere and yep. you're, you're doing incredible things. And you look at the list and you're thinking, man, I could have a good day and be like 15. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's nuts. Um, yeah. So yeah. Like, to have those opportunities and just to be like, if you're on the start line, you're really, really good at this. And yeah, like you, you just know, I mean, if you were like, Oh, if I want to be on the podium, I have to beat Olympic gold medalist because there's three in the field. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, uh, but it's super exciting. Right. They're like fields we've never seen before and we're never. doing it over and over again. And yeah, like you said, like you can show up, you can come, sixth seventh eighth it's a good payday and uh yeah i mean it it's just like incentivizing us all to to come and race each other more often which is what everybody wants to see and that's what we all want too like we want to have reasons to come and be at our best against all the best athletes so um yeah hopefully it sticks around for a long time because it's making the sport just like crazy exciting so it really is yeah and then and when i look back this last 2019 you win 70.3 santa cruz 2021 you get uh memphis uh 70.3 memphis and des moines and then you get augusta and chattanooga in 2022 clash miami this year so you know six wins six big wins uh, since 2019 that's pretty fun yeah definitely and it's uh it's fun to be going after even bigger things, right? Like there's a lot of these races on, on the calendar that in the past, maybe I would have been really excited to go and try and win. And now I'm kind of just like, ah, you know, there's these super big races and that's, what's really exciting to me right now is, you know, I could go to some smaller races and get more race wins and that, you know, that might be fun for a time, but right now it's like, I can go after these really, really big races and you might not win much. Like that's the reality is you're probably not going to win much. Cause, but if you come third, it's like the day of your life. Totally. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, I feel like I'm in a point in my career where I want to go after those big things and I want to race the best athletes and I want to try to win a world title and, and do those types of things. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you got to go all in on the big days and that's, uh, that's fun. Well, in August, you got a few big days. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it can make somebody's career. You go to Milwaukee and after Milwaukee, you go to Singapore. And after Singapore, you go to Lati. Uh, someone has three great races. It's like, oh, my God, uh, not only a lot of money, but uh, you get a world title and PTO title. That's that would be pretty damn cool. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it's like wild. I have, feel like I haven't raced in forever right now because I've known this massive month of August is coming up and it's yeah. like these three world championship fields yeah. essentially like you're racing world championships three times in yeah. one month. And yeah, it's like, it's almost like, man, we've put the whole year into this month. So like, let's go get it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting and it's just, it's cool that it's not like, there's not one race you know, it's like I could race like crap on Friday in Milwaukee. <laughs> well, right. hey, there's two more opportunities like coming up that you get to race all these athletes again and, and have a great day. And I think that's that's super exciting. It's not just like there's only one opportunity. So, yeah, but I mean, it's it's like three massive races and uh, hopefully hopefully it goes well. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of travel and some some big stuff and but yeah i'm excited for it the the other thing i i like the fact that people can make a living in the sport without having to go do a full right and this at this point be with pto with challenge with clash with uh with 70.3 you don't have to make that move where it used to be if you wanted to make it you sort of needed to go move up to the full iron man and the fact that mm -hmm. You haven't done one, right? There's smart man, and that's you keep your legs fresh. I was talking to Cam Worth the other day. He's done thirty, oh <laughs> thirty marathons. I'm like Cam. I, I understand you're trying to learn, but thirty in since wow. 2016. That's that blew me away. That's a lot of freaking. I know, that's right? Like four a year or something. Yeah, mind numbing. It's mind numbing. Yeah. But and he did the, one year was like eight. I'm going to eight one year and with challenge Roth and he's going, Oh my God. But that's his mentality is a little different yeah. than, than the, I mean, for one time I was interviewing for tri club and he goes, says, we got to understand is Yuri today, but you got to understand this. I get up every morning and go swim 2.4 and ride 112. And that will take nothing out of me. Yeah. And you are a freak. You, you are, you are the unicorn. I don't, I don't think most of us think along those lines. Uh, when you think about jumping into a full, what is there anything about that that scares you? Yeah, well, like there's been so much opportunity at the middle distance that I've almost had a hard time finding a place where I feel like it fits because I have a lot of respect for the training that needs to be done and yep. the event itself and what that's going to do to me that I feel like I need a pretty dedicated period of preparation. Like, I don't want to just hop in and think I can do well. And like, it's, I don't feel like it's going to work that way. I think you need to do the work and you need to right. respect that. So for me, I'm like, where do I have an opportunity to basically set aside three months for this one event? Because if you want eight weeks of really specific prep and then you do it and considering I haven't done any, I'm probably going to be a bit messed up for like a month. Oh, easily. Yeah. Reality. So I need like three months where I like, this is the only goal. And there's been so much big opportunity with the middle distance that it's almost hard to, to fit that in. Um, at the end of this year, like it might work. Um, like I said, if, you know, if you wanted to turn up to a Florida or a Cozumel, you'd probably have a couple months to prep and finish your year with that. Something like that, since there's not much middle distance stuff going on. So it does, for me, it's thinking, Hey, do I want to do this? And does it fit? Um, cause it's gotta like, it's gotta work and you gotta be all in and you gotta do the preparation because otherwise I think Ironman will probably eat you up and 
that you out. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting to me though, because it's an unknown and it's such a long day and I feel like the level's going up and it's just like, there's so many new elements to it. They, things you have to get right. Um, that it's like, I feel like I can show up to most middle distance races and I know it's going to turn out like pretty decent at yeah. this point, but an Ironman, it's like, man, you, you might go and have the best day of your life and crush it, or you might not finish. And you could be so, on the side of the road. I know. Yeah. I mean, so, the yeah. pros go into it the same as the age groupers, not knowing if they're going to get to the finish line, right. When you're doing a full, it's, it's a, it's, it's a long day and there's a lot that can happen there that you have to be ready for. Yeah. And like I said, it's like, I have so much respect for the, the performances that are being put in at that distance and the preparation that needs to be done. And I wouldn't want to half-ass it and just think I can show up and do well. Like, I don't know, I'd like just some delusional confidence or something. It's like, you need to put in the work and do it right. So, um, I just would want to respect it and respect the work and really like do it the right way. So, you when when I get to interview people and they start talking about an athlete and your name has come up over and over again. People are like, this guy is at a different level. This guy is at a different level. What have you learned about yourself through all this? Because you're at a different level now than you were. You're people when they talk Christian Blumenfeld and Gustav Eden and they're talking about who's going to be a factor in a race. Your name is in there now right? It's, it's in there and that can, that can change people, but it's also something that obviously that's why you do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think like you have to, to keep this um, perspective of like expecting nothing, but appreciating everything. So it's like, you know, you can get in your head that you're a favorite for the race and you should be at the front or anything, but like, you know, every time you do it, you have to appreciate what you just, just did and, and like really take that in and not take it for granted. Cause you don't know how many times you're going to be able to do that. Right. And I think if you get ahead of yourself and you start thinking about the expectations and you know, that, that stuff can stress you out a lot and things like that. So I think I've just like, I've come to a point in my life where I just have a better perspective on racing and what I want out of it. And um, yeah, it's just, I don't race from a place of fear or doubt or anything like that. I just, I just genuinely want to be out there and I want to push myself as hard as I can. And I know if I do that, good things are going to happen. And if I win, I win. And if I come in 20th, I come in 20th, then I'll sit on my couch watching the same show on Netflix that I would otherwise, like it's, <laughs> you know, it's not all that much different. It's, uh, so, yeah, I just think I'm, I'm at a, a different place in life. I have a different perspective on it all. And uh, just like my goals and what I want to get out of it are different. And a lot of that has just served me really well because yes. I don't, I think if you want to win, the worst thing you can do is focus on winning. Um, it's, it's like, you just have to focus on what you're doing and, and trying to get the most out of yourself and how you do that. And uh, so, yeah, it's just been a big, big mindset shift I think and uh yeah I'm just like genuinely just grateful to be where I am and like racing at the level I am and it's um like you just have to keep perspective on it and it's like if five years ago I knew I was going to be here I would be just like over the moon right and it's like you can always 
compare yourself and want more, but it's always like, you know, appreciate where you're at and, and enjoy right. it. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't listen to too much of what other people say or what's going on. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if people are expecting me to be up there or not, to be honest. Yeah, they are. So <laughs> when I look back, uh, 2016, you did uh, the WTS, uh, 46th at Abu Dhabi, uh, seventh, yeah, right? Leeds, 2027th at Leeds. Making the trip. And back then, I think we still had, I think the first time we chatted was at New York for a New York yeah. try. At that point, people could still do well at non-draft Olympic distance. So there was a sort of a natural transition from, okay, mm -hmm. ITU is at my bag. I'm going to go do non-draft Olympic. And that goes away. That dries up. So now you've got to go from a, a Olympic format, draft legal, to middle distance, non-draft. Now, that's a huge jump. Did you feel right away that this was better for you? Yeah, probably. I think I was a bit, um, I think winning my first time out at Santa Cruz was maybe a bad thing, to be honest. Huh. Uh, Too much confidence. Just, yeah, I, you know, I jumped up to it and it went really well. And I almost was like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, sort the of. Next, yeah, the next few, I just, they, I was terrible. Um so I think it's definitely a jump, but not having to go Ironman obviously helps, right? Because yeah. I think even ITU guys are doing so much training. They can jump up the middle distance pretty quickly. Yep. Um, you have to get used to a time trial bike and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it, overall, I think it fit my personality better. I just like to work hard and grind and, and do those things. And what long course racing is more about that i mean you're training a little bit more you're these long like harder efforts that are more like toothache efforts it's like it hurts but it's not that bad like you can keep going and um it just fit my personality well and i think you naturally are probably like physiologically designed to do what in your head seems yes. right yeah. so i think the middle distance and like that half marathon distance has always been a really sweet spot for me i think like that effort. I just, I just love being at that effort. It's like, it doesn't, it's not killing you, but it's really hard and you have to be really mentally strong. And so, yeah, I think it's just personality wise, it fits and then um, started getting better at it and stuff. And it's uh, feels like probably where I'm supposed to be racing. Love it. Hey, have a great race in Milwaukee, Jason. I, I can't wait. Actually have a great month. Yeah. <laughs> August is going to be pretty special. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they all go well, you know, but uh, we'll see. And uh, yeah, first one coming up quick. So I'm excited. Love it. Jason West has been our guest, everybody. Breakfast with Bob. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Jason, we'll uh, hopefully chat after your uh, your triple crown here in August. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks for thanks for catching up. Uh, pleasure. Jason West, again, has been our guest, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. See ya.